Welcome to the Joy Bruce Audio Podcast. Lady Reverend Dr. Joy Bruce is a blessed daughter of Bishop Dyke Ward Mills and the pastor of the First Love Church Adiasi. These messages contain practical wisdom that will transform you and provide focus and direction for your life. Listen and be blessed as she shares with you wisdom from the Word of God. Father, thank you so much for today. Thank you for joining us together from different places. As we come before your word and as the rest of the service continues, I pray that your presence will be made manifest to us. Thank you for always loving us in spite of everything. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Take your seat. Amen. Now, if you are here today, there are many people who are here for the first time. And so if you are sitting by somebody you don't know, ask the person their name. Hallelujah. Their name and where they are calling from. Amen. Campus has vacated. Hello. Campus has vacated. Many of our members are home. But we also have members from the diaspora who have also come home to Kumasi. Okay. Those of you who are coming from Cape Coast, can you just give us a wave so that... Oh, I can't see your hands well. Give them a shout. Give them a welcome. God bless you for coming. Amen. Okay. If you are coming from somewhere else, somewhere else, somewhere else, uh please, you also wave at me. This is not your normal church. You are from somewhere. God bless you for coming. Amen. Powerful. We also have worshipping with us our the family of our sister we call her sister Ifia but I asked uh, I said, hey, sister Ifia what's her formal name <laughs> sister Ifia and her family are here today um, we want to welcome them amen they are here if this service is also um, a memorial and thanksgiving for sister Ifia's husband who we buried yesterday yeah our brother Ebenezer Kofi Buedu so at the right time we will share a prayer with them amen and we will also hear from them but in the meantime we're going to have the word we're also going to break bread together and i believe that it's going to be a good service hallelujah amen wow i am amazed that we are in the month of june hey tell your neighbor that as you have seen june can you see that 2018 is it's finished oh it's finished 2018 is finished it's just that's it, it's gone. Hey, I can't believe we're in June, but we are. Uh-huh. So tell your neighbor that look, the things that you said you were going to do that you have, uh-huh. you know, you know what I mean. You say, oh, tomorrow, the next day, the next day. Tell your neighbor, please do them now because, yeah, time is going, time is going. Hallelujah. Oh, are you with me? Or oh, oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. I feel that I feel like two weeks ago was January and now we are in June. Uh-huh. Hallelujah. Amen. Wow. Another thing we'll be doing today before we leave here. I'm saying also that if I forget, you remind me. Yeah. You know that our medical students who started with us from first year, their final exams begin tomorrow. So we shall be praying for them. 
Amen. Hey. You see, if you don't pray for them, and when they become doctor and you are not well and you go and see them, they'll tell you to the back. To the back. <laughs> but if you pray for them, they'll qualify. And then when you are going, they'll remember you that, oh, that's my brother. Brother, just come. <laughs> Hallelujah. This month of June, we are looking at a very important subject. Important because of the month. I'll explain. <laughs> When you are in a student church, the year follows a certain calendar. Uh-huh. So, what? August is beginning of the academic year. We come to school. We are here. Then, December. Short holidays. We do midterm. We come back. Exams. Then we come back. Isn't it? Then the long second semester, mid-terms, you write exams, then you go. Then there's something called the long vacation, which is what we are in now. The characteristics of the long vacation is the reason why we are going to be preaching on this topic. Uh Are you there? However, if you are not a student and you are a worker, it applies to you even more. Uh Because many of us who are working today, when we were younger, when we had less uh, responsibility, our minds were more clear to follow God. But as the cares of this world began to crush us, how many of you can feel the cares of this world crushing? Hey! This morning I got a text from one of my daughters, she's writing her midterm exams in another, you know these sandwich kind of courses. Her husband is traveling the whole week. She has two children to balance. She has midterms. She called home. Her mother is going somewhere. Her sister is something. Her brother. Hey, just uh, pressure. In the middle of all this pressure, and in the middle of vacation things, you can easily backslide. You can easily backslide. Do you understand what backsliding is? When we talk about backsliding, some people think that backsliding is that I was a Christian and I'm not a Christian again. If that was all, they will not be afraid. <laughs> but it's not that all. Backsliding is when you are doing less than you used to do before. Yeah. And so when it's like that, you see that you can backslide at any time in your life. Something that you used to do for God that you don't do anymore and in the course of life we come across so many things that make us change our stand with God am I talking to some people this morning some of you have made your face so straight that I know that it's you <laughs> but if I am not speaking about it it is not to make you feel bad though. it's for you to see it and say hey that's why it's called backsliding. I wish I had one of the dancers to do a, 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 a slide. Who can do a slide for me? Baby G, can you do a slide for me? Come and do a slide. Maybe it's easier on the tiles. Do a, a backslide for us. A, a, a slide. Oh, I need another one. Another one. Hey. Can you slide? Backslide. Backslide. Ah, you see, backsliding 
it is not as purposeful and active as just walking. Okay, you're going to walk. Just walk. Briskly walk. So as you are walking, you cannot be walking by mistake. You know that you are walking. But you can backslide. Are you there? Yeah, so it's not a plan. That's why it's called backslide. Slide. Backsliding. Are you here? And there are times in life, circumstances. Thank you, Kay. You can take your seat. When we backslide. And so for this month, we're going to be looking at backsliding, looking at what brings it. What brings it? What causes you to backslide? Why is it that some people will be working, yet they are still serving God? Why is it that some people will be studying? Are you here? But they are still serving God. That's why I say I'm praying for my medical students today because from when they were in first year, they have been here. First year, midterms, exams, second year, good times, bad times, not so good times. Are you there? But there are also some, the same situation, same situation. Some of them even less. And they'll backslide. Are you here? So when you see the condition, if you are able to assess yourself, as for this one, each man for himself. Uh-huh. Tell your neighbor, I'm not asking you to assess me. I'll do my assessment myself. Uh-huh. I'll see whether this thing applies to me. So that if it applies to me, I'll just cure myself. Hallelujah. And so we are looking at the causes. What is it that brings the backsliding? Because the same conditions pertain to us all. If you divide us into this room, some are mothers, some are students, some are workers, some the work is hard, physical work outside, others the work is just long hours in an air-conditioned building that is also work. But you will see that in spite of that, some people are there serving God, then some are not able to serve. Or they serve for a while and they drop away. Why? Today, I'm giving you only one cause. It's one cause, but it's a very important cause, and that's why I'm going to take my time. Is that okay? Can I take my time? Can I take my time? Powerful. If I can take my time, then turn with me to Exodus chapter 32. By the way, from next week, testimonies are back. So if you've got a testimony, yeah. We are only a little bit constrained. We have sent a whole group of people to Accra. So last week and this week, there was a whole mass movement, but... They are on their way back. Amen. All right. Exodus 32. I'm reading from verse 1. Now, this is the story of the children of Israel when they discovered that um, Moses had gone up the mountain. Are you there? And they were waiting. Verse 1 says, When the people saw that Moses delayed to come down out of the mountain, the people gathered themselves together to Aaron and said to him, Get up, make us gods which shall go before us. For as for this Moses, the man that brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we don't know what has become of him. And Aaron said unto them, Take off the olden earrings which are in the ears of your wives, of your sons, your daughters, and bring them to me. And all the people broke off the golden earrings which were in their ears and brought them to Aaron. And he received them at their hand. And fashioned it with a graving tool after he had made it a molding calf. And they said, And then and they said, These be thy God, O Israel, which brought you out of the land of Egypt. 
And when Aaron saw it, he built an altar before it. And Aaron made proclamation and said, Tomorrow is the feast of the Lord. And they rose up early in the morning and offered burnt offerings and brought peace offerings. And the people sat down to eat and to drink. And they rose up to play. And the Lord said unto Moses, Go, get down, get thee down. For your people who you brought out of the land of Egypt have corrupted themselves. They have turned aside quickly out of the way which I commanded them. They have made a golden molten calf and have worshipped it and have sacrificed unto it and said, These be your gods, O Israel, who brought you out of the land of Egypt. And the Lord said unto Moses, I have seen these people and behold, they are a stiff-necked people. They are a stiff-necked people. Today I want us to learn just some four or five quick lessons from this scripture of people who had backslidden. Why are we calling them backslidden? We're calling them backslidden because just a few chapters before, these same people had had very wonderful experiences with God. They had found themselves as slaves being delivered in a very dramatic way. How many of us have had some dramatic experiences with the Lord, either in church or in private? Something dramatic has happened to you. And it, and it, it marks you and, and it even convinces you of the presence of God. And so they had come from Egypt, come to stand at the border of the Red Sea. They thought that they would go down. They didn't go down. They saw they were there. And they lived to see themselves delivered. Walking through the water. Please, if you have walked through the water, maybe you can stand up for us to see. Nah, most of us. I mean, you have walked. <laughs> Remember, it's a swimming pool. <laughs> I'm not talking about that one. <laughs> you have gone to the beach after in a cry. You have walked. The thing has parted for you to walk through. You will see that. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Even if it parts, you will not go. You'll be saying that, mm, as I'm going, when I reach halfway, no, it will come back, isn't it? But these people had been there and they had seen themselves walking through. The water parted for them. They had walked through and come to the other side. On top of that, they had seen when their enemy entered the water after them. And when he entered, oh, the water just closed over them. So they saw all their enemies vanquished in a day. You, you are there. This is your one boss who is troubling you. Your one, we have not seen him defeated. Oh, you don't get what I'm saying. Your one landlord who is increasing the rent by 50%. But these guys, they saw their landlords, landowners, they just saw them wiped out like that. So they had had fantastic experiences. They crossed over. How many of you had to go and buy? You've been to the market in the last week or you've gone to buy food this last week. You've gone to buy food. Hey, you don't buy food. What have you been living on? Hey. <laughs> All of us have gone to buy food. These guys, Charlie, they were not buying food though. Hey. Chester supplies from heaven. How many of you, are, of you have eaten some supply from heaven? You see that, Charlie? We don't know it. Even this common communion sitting here, some people are afraid to eat it. How much more the one dropping from us? But they had eaten what was from above. They had drunk water. They had walked where there was no water. And they had seen miracles. Hey! Strike the rock and water will come. One would have expected that if that is the case, then these guys, they knew God and they were following him. 
and they were so excited about him. However, Moses had gone up to go and spend some time in the presence of God, just to seek the face of God. And while he was up there, that is when this scripture in Exodus 27 happened. The people looked left and right and then they started to say things. Are you here? They started to what? Say things. By the end of the story, they had slidden back, gone away from the God that they had learned to worship. And we can look for a few lessons that we can pick. And let me say something to you that if you are inside, acknowledge to yourself that you are inside. No matter what you do in this life, don't look. <laughs> don't lie. But the worst lie of all is the lie you tell yourself. Because when you lie to yourself, then you believe it. Some guy. Ugly guy. Ugly guy. Secondary school days. The guy said, Charlie, you actually stand in front of the mirror and say, I fight. You see? <laughs> and because of that, the boys used to mock him, used to tease him so much. But you see, the reason was because he was lying to himself. If he had not said anything about anything, he would have left it. After all, life is made up of various levels of... <laughs> Please ask your neighbor, I find or I no find? <laughs> Most of the time, we don't mind. We are all there. But when you wake up, and then you stand there, you say, ah! Me cry. Eh? Rather, Oshada. Oshada. He shed that and made me. You see, and you are not fine. Then you are lying to yourself. Hey! Are you there? So I'm saying to you that as I'm sharing this word, don't lie to yourself. If you are inside, say to yourself that I am inside, but I, Lord, I am changing. That's all. That's all I'm requiring of you today. Hallelujah. And so I want to show you the cause number one, the main cause of these people backsliding. And that's what we are discussing today. I'm talking about shallowness. 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 You are not deep. Shallowness. To be shallow means not deep. Wow. Hmm. Are you in the house? To be shallow, it means not deep. Hey, my friend. Don't chop off here. We thank the Lord. To be shallow. To be shallow means of little depth. Lacking depth. Superficial. That means just on top. Hmm. Are you seeing it? Just on top. Something that is not deep. Is it important? It's very important to know. Why is it important? Because these people, that was what was causing them to behave this way. So today I'm giving you these five reasons too for you to examine yourself and see whether you are shallow or not. Whether you are shallow or not. When you are a shallow container, you cannot contain much. Yeah. When you are a wife and your love is shallow, it means that as soon as some hutri comes, yeah, 
you can no longer uh, uh, yeah you say away with the marriage when you are a guy and you are shallow something no you say that oh it cannot work number one so you are examining yourself shallow people cannot stand any test shallow people cannot stand any test what does it mean life is full of tests and trials even when you are a christian you are not shielded from the tests of life and the trials of life are you here the only difference between an unbeliever and a believer is that when you are going through your test god is with you in the test but as for test there there will be that's why the bible says many are the afflictions of the righteous but it goes on to say but the lord delivers him from them all it does not mean that you will not see it some of it you are in the middle before they deliver you some of it you will go the whole end and it's just that you and god are reaching there so something that would have killed you you realize that you are still alive but you have gone through so ask for and how many trouble there it is there it is there many are the afflictions hey trouble must come take us to luke chapter 17 where are you take me to luke chapter 17 let me see verse 1 are you in the house then said he this is jesus talking oh it is impossible but that offenses will come there's jesus talking offense meant a test something you didn't like something that was wrong jesus said it's not possible to be in life and not have issues happening so as for having there you will have but if you are shallow you will not be able to go through yeah small test and you fall away in the scripture that i read the people woke up moses said i'm going to wait on god he had gone it had not even passed 40 days. They say, hey, now this man who brought us out of the land of Egypt, where has he gone? Hey, let's go and look for another God. And some of us are like that. As soon as there's some small rocking of our boat, then we start to talk. Hey, I pray that my bumper is ready to move the Mayanko. I say, Papa, be hot. I say, Papa, be one of us sorting out. Hey, small issue that has come. Small issue that has come. You don't have any backbone. That's why. Yeah, you don't have any backbone. You don't have the ability to stand. That's why. That's why they have been able to talk to you and take you to some place. And you have gone and done it. And now that it's worrying you, you are coming. That I should pray for you. I'm warning you today. Hey, <laughs> As I'm warning you today. Yeah. If you have decided to believe God, believe God. That's all. All this guy, something, something that you are following. Hmm. Yeah. It's because of shallowness. You don't know who you have believed. That's why. You don't know who you have believed. That's why a random person, person, can begin to give you words. Uh, yes, uh, last week it was what? It was what? Give her the microphone. She can say it again. Enja, my microphone. Uh, you said what? You were going somewhere. 
Yes, I was going somewhere. I was you coming started, to church and uh-huh. I sat inside a taxi. Please, man, the volume can clear. Or you should. Uh-huh. I sat inside a taxi. Uh-huh. And the taxi driver said, when I sat inside, God gave him a word about me. Uh-huh. <laughs> no problem. Let the word flow. No problem. So he said, do I know that I'm going to be great and I'll do well in life? I said, yes. He said, do you know that you make a great impact in your generation? I said, yes. He said, God told him that I'm going to start an NGO and help many people. I'm going to be a motivational speaker. I'm going to start a school. Then he stopped, actually, a number of schools. Then he said, he wants to say something, he wants to pray for me, so I should place my hand under his thigh. You should place your hand where? Under his thigh. This one is not that she has gone to sit in some taxi in some inside inside. Bwedi heya. Bwedi from Bwedi to Ibiasi. Bwedi heya. So he said, well, first they say you are going to be great. You are going to do well. You are going to start a geo. You are going to start this and this. Place your hand under my thigh. Some of you who are shouting, if it had been you, you would have taken your hand and you would have asked the guy, right leg eye or left eye, and you would have put your hand there. Yeah. Because when you are shallow, you do not, you see, the devil is not a fool. Much of what he says and his agents say, small truths, and then it is corrupted. But you are so shallow that you cannot tell the difference. And that is why you can stand here and tell me that I'm going to approach you on a false passport with a false name. You are called something else. You paid false money for it and you go and then you say that God has sent you. He hasn't sent you. He had nothing to do with it. Thank you. Let's just call a spade a spade and stop that rough there. Stop it. We have people walking all over the place and then they start saying, oh, let us start with a prayer. Then they start with a prayer. Immediately after the prayer, the heads, the incantations, the something, and you are inside. You are looking at me. I'm also looking at you. Hey! Yeah! It is because of shallowness that you don't know the difference. Shallowness. So many people, when it is going well, you are in church. Small difficulty. You go somewhere. Shallowness. And the reason is because you are so shallow that you cannot stand any testing. The Bible says that a certain widow went to a judge. And she went to him to say that they are cheating me. I need justice. And the Bible says that she kept on going back to the judge. And the judge, he didn't believe in God, didn't believe anything. But the judge said that, ah, I had better give this woman justice because the way she's troubling me, I'd better answer. And Jesus told us that parable to show us that there are times in life when you must stand your ground with God. And when you must ask, and you must ask, and you must ask, and you must ask, and you must ask again. Never wavering and never shaking. Mark chapter 11 verse 23. Give me Mark 11 23. Verily I say unto you, 
Whosoever will say unto this mountain, Be you removed and be you cast into the sea, but shall not doubt in his heart, and shall believe those things which he said they shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he says. Is it not a scripture? But because of shallowness, you don't even know that it exists in the Bible. And because of that, when you ask one, you ask two, you ask three, you say that, oh, God is not answering me. I better go and look for another answer somewhere. And in so doing, we have made the devil more powerful than the God that we said. And it's the reason is that we don't know the scripture. He goes on to say, whatsoever thing you desire, when you pray, believe, and you'll have it. But look at us. I said, just look at us. They're mobile again. Look at that. Shallow. If it is you, collect it. Yeah. If it is you. It's important that we should stop playing the fool. Because we have made our Christianity of no effect by so doing. Are you seeing it or you cannot see? Yeah. But Jesus said that sometimes you have to just hold the thing and stand there. That's why I love those three boys who were being thrown into the fire. Yeah, Daniel's friends, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They said, we'll throw you into the fire if you don't bow down. If you don't bow, we shall throw you into the fire. They said, they said they won't bow. Then they asked them, on what are you basing your faith? They said, listen. They said, who will save you? Then the boy said, our God is able to save us. But if even he will not, we will not bow. Yeah. We will not do the wrong thing. He can save us. If he has decided that it is by this means that we shall die, then so be it. We won't bow. I wonder where we are today. I wonder where we are today. You have been praying, I want a husband, I want a husband. It's like God is not answering you. And because of that, you have gone to spoil somebody's house to marry the man. Watch out. I said, well, just watch out. What you did, it, just, it will reverse and come. Yeah. When you sow the wind, you reap the whirlwind. Hey! Are you cursing me? I don't have to. I don't have to. You've done it yourself. Yeah. Because you were saying, Lord, I need a husband. I need a husband. It was like God was taking Watch it. So I'll do it myself. Witchcraft, work or JOB. Let me continue. My time is almost up. Number two, I'm talking about shallowness. I said number one, shallow people, you can't take a test. Number two, shallow people follow the crowd. Shallow people follow the crowd. In the story in which we read, that we read, Exodus 32 verse 1, the Bible says that the people gathered themselves together and went to Aaron. They got up, all of them, and they went there. Shallow people, they cannot stand for what is right. They cannot stand and say this is wrong. They just add and follow. Crowd followers. And when you are following the crowd, that is when... You will see that men are wearing earrings, so they are now wearing. Crowd follower. Crowd follower. The crowd says that, oh, after all, when you have a lady, a girl, how can you stay without sleeping with her? You have to sleep with her. It's the crowd you are following. It's the crowd. It's the crowd. Yeah. These people, they had a proper God to serve, but they became worshippers 
of a calf that they had made with their own hands. You have left the God who is all powerful, the one who created the heavens and the earth, the one who caused light to be, the one who told the waters where to flow and where to stop, the one who created the mountains, the one who caused the lion and the, and the, and the bear to wake up at night and eat and by day go to sleep so that man can wake up to eat and to earn his bread. You have left that God and you have gone after a calf that you yourself have made with your hands. Something has got to be wrong. Something has got to be wrong. But that is what will happen to you when you follow the crowd. In case you don't know, the crowd is marching straight to hell. Let me read scripture before you say that I've said something I shouldn't say. Matthew chapter 7 verse 13 and 14. Enter through the narrow gate. For wide is the gate. Spacious and broad is the way. That leads away to destruction. And many, many, and many are those who are entering through it. But the gate is narrow. And the way is straight. That leads to life. And few are those who find it. Few are those who find it. If you are really going to live like a proper Christian, you will find out that many times the whole crowd is going this way and you alone that way. But as soon as you begin to say, hey, they are saying, they are doing so, I'm going some, you discover that's the wide road. Ask your neighbor, what road are you on? What road are you on? They were following the crowd. And so since the crowd had had their discussion and they were saying that, hey, let's go, we don't know what has become of this Moses, so let us go. You're also joining and doing some. Hmm. Let me move on. Number three. I'm talking about shallowness. Shallow people, they take no responsibility for their situation. They always blame other people. They take no responsibility for their situation. They always blame other people. You see, these people, how did they end up in the situation where they were? They ended there by saying, by waking up and saying that, ah, this Moses Kura who brought us out of Egypt, you know, where has he gone? We don't know where he has gone. If that's the case, let us go and make ourselves something. When you are a shallow person, somebody else is always responsible for your problem. Hey, the church has become quiet on me again. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody else is always responsible. Somebody else. Yeah. Up till today, up till today, we are saying that the white man came and took slaves. It's true. But it is our choice that has kept us there. When you say it today, say, hey, it's because you are supporting the white. Stop it. Stop it. And think. Use your brain a bit. The current things that we have been signing, who wrote them? Which head read it? Which head signed it? It's whose fault? Look at us here. As you see us in this our nation, we obey no law. There is no rule that works. None. Oh, you start. I'll show you that doesn't work. Yeah. But we, when we go to where law works, we are the most exemplary nation. Recently, we just got hold of a document. They showed the percentage of people who work 
hard and well, the best workers, the best workers in the U.S. Who was at the top? Ghana. Not blacks. Ghana. Not blacks. Ghanaian. Please push your neighbor and say, you be Ghanaian. You be, are you Ghanaian? You be Ghanaian or you are who? I'm telling you. Ghanaians were at the top. But the same as here. Shelling. Hmm. The reason is because we are busy blaming somebody else. Some of you are students, you won't learn. When you don't learn, there are certain jobs you will do. So it's just there, it's just a fact. It's just a fact. Yeah. Eh, but you see, my father didn't look after me. Listen, stop that excuse from today. Stop that excuse. That's the story of Ghana. So stop that excuse and look for something else. No, it's true. That's our story. I've checked it out. Checked it out. About thirty percent, thirty percent of the people are looked after by their parents. So if you have parents looking after you, or the, your biological father, you are blessed. What about the other seventy percent? Pick yourself up and get moving. For as long as you are sitting there blaming somebody else, nothing happens. Yeah. Eh, it's not like that. So it's the fault of my pastor. You let me find him. I will pour water. I will pour water on you. But accept that it is you. Listen. If you pray, pray. Get up and pray and stop that excuse that you are giving them. Hello? Are you following me? Many times we want to accuse something else. Motia is chopping in my mother. Wait. Listen. It is true that demons can come and scatter money. But listen, I've been a pastor since 1997. When you ask, how much was your capital? I don't know. How much is your profit? I don't know. Have you been eating from that money? Oh, yes. I went to I going to school. Okay. If you are there, a business, you don't know what is your profit at the end of the day. You cannot take out your profit. Your profit, if you didn't know, your profit was two cities. So that hundred cities that you are chopping, no, is your capital. You, there's nothing left for the motia. When the motia came, no, it didn't come and meet anything. There's none left. Because you have eaten it. Listen, oh, I'm not saying don't eat it. What I'm saying is that when you eat it, understand that the thing is looking after you. That's your profit. That's all. And yet, Motia Bia. Hey. I said, I'm preaching to some people today. I'm preaching to some people today. If you will take a paper. For one week, record everything that you have bought. You will see the motia. Uh, the motia is called credit. Credit on your phone. Credit. You deserve the name of the motia. Yeah. Hey. If you know the millions, millions of Ghana cities. 
every week, MTN, Airtel, Vodafone, Tigo, Share. Hmm. Oh my God. It's more than Motia. Okay, let us agree that the Motia, the name is MTN. <laughs> That's the name. Yeah. Some of you, as you are walking past them to the market. <laughs> Plantain chips, both loads, cocoa, and then you, pan ice, and then you, sobolo, and then you, they, talk bad, you, because you have to go. Mommy, so are you saying that we shouldn't eat it? No, no, no. I'm not saying don't eat it. What I am saying is that what you are saying, see it. See it. You see, I'm the type of person. Some of you are very good at keeping money. That's not my story. That's not my story at all. Hey, if the money is in my bag, it will be spent. Yeah, yeah. If you are like that, eh, don't blame somebody. Don't blame somebody. No. Understand that you are the chopper. Are you in the house or you are not there? The day I accepted that I was the chopper, that's the day that I began to arrange my life. Yeah. I began to arrange my life. Number one, if they bring me money that I should come and give it to Eben, Eben, I'll say, I cannot. I cannot because as I put it in my bag, let me wait to say I would have eaten it by the time you come, Charlie. Maybe that's number one. So, by just remember, I told you don't blame somebody yourself. That's number one. Number two, mobile money, you savior. Oh, cashless society. Yeah, so if I want to have my, I just put it on the phone because look, when you are passing the yes, plantain chips, how many send me for plantain chips? What's the main catch and is that maybe mobile? So you won't buy it. That's all. The Buffalo seller. Fan nice seller. No, 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 no. So when you come, ah, Clara, what I'm saying is it true or it's not true? Yesterday she told me I have to pay something, something. I said, then go and ask them for mobile money now. Even petrol, I will go to the one that they accept mobile. So when you come and ask me, please, I need, I don't have. <laughs> because if it is there, yeah, media, my most here, the senior one. <laughs> Are you in the house? Push your neighbor and say, neighbor, what's the truth about yourself? Don't blame somebody else. Hallelujah. Oh, Ghana, if we will take the truth, eh, we are one of the most blessed nations, believe me. Only that we are blaming somebody else. Yeah. Many of us, we are blaming our politicians, but you see, you are a crook too. You too, when we meet you in the office, we have to pay you something first. So if you will accept that, Charlie. These things, it's not good. No, you will see that our life starts to move on. Don't blame somebody else. Hallelujah. The last one. You see, I'm saying this because they blame Moses. Moses has gone. Because of his going for how many days, you know, that's why we are doing what we are doing. Hey. And in so doing, some people are worshipping a cow. 
You are now doing something that has no power. Wow. The last one. Number four. Shallow people have a picture or a perception of God that is not based on scripture. They have a perception of God or a picture of God that is not based on scripture. Are you here? Look at what they said. Verse 4. He received them at their hands and made it into a molten cup. And they said, These be thy gods, O Israel. Are you seeing it? So they have made something and now they are saying, This is the thing that brought us out of Egypt. And when Aaron saw it, he built an altar for it. And then he said, Tomorrow is a feast to the Lord. Which Lord? Which Lord? The Lord that you are worshipping said that. As you worship me, I like this, I like this, I like this. You have not done that. You have done something else. You've made it a golden calf. And then now you say that that's your God. And we are worshipping. No, 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 no. No. Some of us too, that's how we are. We have some funny image of God. That God, the God we have, he doesn't mind the stealing we do. The God we have, he doesn't mind the cheating that we do. The God that we have made for ourselves, he doesn't mind the lying that we lie. The God that we have, he doesn't mind our wickedness one to another. The God we have, he doesn't, you see that's the one we've made for ourselves. The one, the one we've made for ourselves. He doesn't mind our not going to church, not going to prayer meeting. That's something you made for yourself. That's not the God of the Bible. The God of the Bible says that the one who loves me obeys my commandments. Does what I want him to do. Hey, are you there? It's time for us to get deeper with God. Deeper. Amen? Nowadays, if you are not deep, mom, there's something will take you away. Ah, I tell you, the devil has gone on a rampage. It's everywhere. Yeah. Some of us, we have met people who have said, I will double your money. And we are giving them the money. The God you said, does he double money? Like that. He can give you money, but that's not his method. Hmm. Then you come and start crying. <laughs> Mommy, they are taking my money as God. What did you expect? Hey. The church has become very quiet again. Yeah. Yeah. It's because we are worshipping a God we have created. We don't want to worship God how he says that he should be worshipped. And how he asked us as his creation. We want to say that I go to church every Sunday. Well, no church died for you, so no church can save you. Jesus said that if you are going to be saved dear, it is me that you have to believe in. That's what Jesus said. Yeah. He says that without him there, you won't see the face of God. He said, unless you are born again. But you want to say that if I go to church often, if I serve in the church often, if I do this and I do that, but that's not what he said. No. No. That's why the Bible says that he says on that day, no, some people will come and say, Lord, Lord, say, hey, away from me, I knew you not. They'll say, oh, but we were even casting out demons in my name. We were casting out demons in your name. He said, oh, doesn't mean anything. Hey. Those of you who chase around signs and wonders, it's a warning. Yeah. He said, no, that's not it all. That's not it. He says that if you are going to be saved, you know, it's a spiritual thing. 
Have you given your life to me? Have you given your life to Jesus Christ? Has your spirit been born anew? If the answer is yes, great. If the answer is no, this is clear. You can't rewrite it. You cannot rewrite it. You can only obey or disobey. The choice is yours. But when you are done, choose for yourself because the day will come. The scripture says that it is appointed unto man once to die. And after that, the judgment. We shall face it squarely. Are you born again or are you not? And after you were born again, then what next? I leave the rest to you to think about. Stand to your feet. Just bow down your head. Don't clap plenty. Just bow down your head. And this afternoon, in these few minutes, I want you to think about yourself. Think about your stand with God. Have you created a standard according to yourself? There are some people who say, Oh, but me here, Bonnie Bia, I've not quarreled with anybody. I don't have an issue with anybody. That is good. But that is not what gets you into heaven. Have you given your life to Jesus Christ? Jesus said, except a man be born again, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. And so as every head is bowed and every eye is closed, this fine afternoon, I want to give you an opportunity to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Maybe where you are standing, you are thinking, if Jesus were to come tonight... If Jesus were to say it is over time out, I'm coming tonight. Or if your life was to end tonight. Listen, people die at any age. Would you be ready? Is your name in the Lamb's book of life? He tells us in the book of Revelations, your name must be here. If you are saved, your name will be there. If you are not saved, your name will not be there. Don't joke with it and don't play. This afternoon, you are not sure of your stand, but you want to be sure. We want to lead you. I want to pray with you to receive Jesus as your Lord and your Savior. And so as every head is bowed and every eye is closed... You are here, you are not sure of your standing with Christ. But you want to be sure. You want to say, Pastor, I want you to pray for me. I want to pray to receive Jesus. Lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you for your hands. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Now, if your hand is lifted up, allow one of the pastors of the ashes to lead you, to guide you. Just come and join me here in front. God bless you as you come. Step out and come. You lifted your hand up, just come. You lifted your hand up, just come. Jesus is calling you today. Just come. Come and stand right here. Just come and stand right here. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Somebody, your heart is beating. Your heart is beating. Bing, 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 bing. Your heart is beating. Please, join them. Join them. Your heart is beating. It's a sign. Please, come. It's a sign. God is indicating to you that all is not well. You've got to come and make it right with him. So if your heart is beating in these two, three minutes, please step out and come. Step out. Step out and come. Step out. Let him have his way. Hallelujah. Let us pray together. And if you're standing in the congregation, join us. If you are in front, you want to pray this prayer after me. You want to say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today as a sinner. Please wash me 
in the blood of Jesus. Cleanse me from my sins. Please write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, from today, from today, from today, you are my Savior and you are my Lord. I thank you for saving me in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for these young men. May they never turn back. As their names have been written in the book of life, let it stay and let it grow up and live for you. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Now look at me, all of you. I want you to follow Dr. Mary. She's standing over here. She's going to talk with you. She'll give you a gift from me and then you come back, okay? So please just follow her as she goes. Just follow her. God bless you. Just follow her. Just follow her. Just follow her. Just follow her. Just follow him. Put your hands together. Take your seat. Hallelujah. Amen. Let us quickly move the service on. You are here with your tithe. I want to receive the tithes at this time. You want to just take an envelope, stand up where you are. I want to pray with you. The Bible says that we should give one tenth of what we have back to him. It's not my money, it's not my fewer money, it's nothing. I'm also a salaried pastor, but it is our duty. I also pay tithe. Rise up and just put it in the envelope. And then I will pray for you because I believe in it. Hallelujah. I need an usher in front here with a bag. It's waiting for you. It's okay, hold on. It's okay. Today I have to go fast, so... Powerful. All right. Has everybody got an envelope who needs it? All right. I'm going to pray with you. After praying, those of you on this side, you all go out that way and you come. Because of our our arrangement, if we don't go that way, we will mess it up. Is that okay? So you just go and come in through the door that the ashes um, indicate for you. Lift up your tithe and let us pray. Father, I thank you for these ones who have come to you with one-tenth of what you have given to them. Bless them, O God. Your word says that when we pay the tithe, that you will pour out an overflowing blessing from heaven for us. Lord, let it be so for them in the name of Jesus. Watch over them and keep them and help them in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Please go out. The devourer is rebuked over you and come in this way. God bless you. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord cause his eye face to shine upon you. May he do you good all the days of your life. May he replenish all that you have given. May he multiply it as he takes care of you. May the grace of God and the presence of God come upon you in the name of Jesus. May the finger of God be stretched out over you. May the Lord help you. May he do all that you ask of him. May he set up a standard for you. May you be preserved and protected. May the devourer be rebuked on your behalf. May you be multiplied. May your hands be blessed. May the work of your hands be blessed. May the Lord lift you up. And may he do you good all the days of your life. May the presence of God come upon you in Jesus' name. May the Lord help you and do good. Do you good. In the mighty name of Jesus. God bless you. God bless you. May the Lord bless you. May he keep you. And may he help you. In Jesus' name. And all the saints shall say, Amen and Amen. Can we quickly, we want to do the communion, five minutes. Apostas, can you help us please? Just take the bread and a cup of drink. 
every month, the first Sunday of the month, we break bread together. I think we must change it and start every Sunday. Amen. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Amen. Just as a cover and a defense. Now, if you are here, you are a visitor, you are welcome to join us. The only thing we require of you is that you are a believer in Jesus Christ. That's all. Amen. Maybe you are used to a lot more ceremony than this, but it's not a problem. When Jesus broke bread, he, he just blessed it and broke it. They were just believers, disciples. Amen. Please don't go to your uncle who is a priest and say, eh, hey, no. The church had a reason. People have a way of making something disrespectful. Even in the book, Paul, had, Paul was still alive when he wrote about it. So those things were done to make us take it seriously. You see how the incense makes it look a bit more holy. <laughs> but you want to bow down your head as you've taken your bread. You want to pray. The Bible says that we must drink of it, eat of it as often as we can. But you want to confess your sin because you don't want to drink of it or eat of it unworthily. Airport stands, as soon as you are done, please find a seat at the airport communion stands. Find a place to sit. Just take one very quickly, very, very quickly, and then you sit. It's a very solemn thing. Thank you, Lord. This is the body of Christ. You want to take your bread, and we want to pray. Is there anybody who's not been saved? There are a few hands still up, right in front here. I think you should just get up and go for it. Powerful. All right. You want to hold up the bread as we pray? Father, we ask that you wash us and forgive us for our sins, the things we have done that have not pleased you. But as we take up this bread, we are reminded of the body of Jesus Christ that was broken for us. Thank you for that your body was broken. Thank you that every sickness was paid for. Every wrongdoing was paid for by you, Lord. We are grateful. And as we take of this broken body this morning, Lord, I pray that what is not in the body of Jesus Christ cannot be in us. Sickness cannot be in us because it was not in the body. And wellness cannot be in us. Failure cannot be in us because it was not in Jesus Christ. As we take of it, according to your commandment, we remember and we are grateful. The body of Christ. Take it and eat it and be blessed. he took a cup he blessed it gave it to them saying drink you all of this for this is my blood and the new covenant which is broken for you which is shed for you and for many for the remission of sins drink it believing in the new covenant and so we stand before you today Lord thanking you for the blood I pray in the coming week may your blood be a standard over us in the name of Jesus may the blood provide us protection May the blood be poured over us and keep us. May the blood be shed over us. That as the enemy comes, may he see the blood and may he pass over. May he not be able to touch us because of the blood. And so as we drink it, we thank you for the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus Christ, take it and drink it.
and be blessed.